Hello, and welcome to the One Church podcast. This message was recorded for our online service. We're not meeting at our church buildings at the moment, so tune in live this Sunday for our next online service by going to weareone.church or finding us on Facebook. Hi church, for the next 10 minutes or so I'm going to share the next part of our home series and in this series we're looking at how your home can be a place where the extraordinary happens because God's home is where your heart is. Um, So firstly I want to ask you whether you can think of a time where you've had to make a plan B. Can you think of a time where you've had to make a plan B? Um, For me, a recent time that comes to mind was but two weeks ago when um, my plan was to make my Easter egg chocolate last for maybe like a couple of days or like a week even. But then we were set an Easter challenge as a church, which was an Easter bake-off. And so my plan uh, quickly changed from saving my Easter egg chocolate to uh, taking an entire Easter egg, stuffing it with ice cream, melted salted caramel sauce, mini eggs, and eating the entire thing in one go. Um, That was a a very tasty plan B. Um, But I wonder what yours is. So maybe you had planned a beautiful outdoor event, but then the British weather did what the British weather does. Or maybe you plan to have a lovely relaxing evening in and then a friend nominated you to run 5K. Or maybe you plan to go and get your hair cut but then your hairdresser shut and so you put your marriage to the test by asking your spouse to do it for you. Um, we've all experienced times where we've had to make a plan B. all experienced times where our plans haven't quite worked out as we expected or as we hoped they would and if you hadn't before 2020 then you definitely have now (laughs) Um, because it feels like we're living in a perpetual plan b at the moment Uh, like none of us planned 2020 to look like this none of us expected our april to look like this none of us expected church to look like this this morning um and for most of us this plan b has meant holidays being cancelled it's meant uh, us not being able to see our families and friends it's meant us spending a lot more time with our household than originally thought um but more seriously i think um for a lot of people this plan b that we're currently in has had horrific consequences um and this plan b has meant that um we've had to celebrate without loved ones and celebrate birthdays online it's meant that um we've had to look for new jobs for some people this current plan b has meant that they've had to celebrate births and weddings and funerals without loved ones being able to be present and it's meant a time of loss and of grief and of pain Um, and plan b's like this can leave us reeling uh, and they can leave us questioning where god is in the middle of this it can leave us questioning whether we've heard him right it can leave us feeling disappointed and discontented and it can leave us feel cheated like we've lost out on time and in light of this series that we're in at the moment I think the place that that can hit us hardest is our homes because in our homes we don't have to put on a brave face in our homes we don't have to um, 
act like everything's okay, but we, we wear our emotions on our sleeves and we don't have to try and be chirpy and happy all the time, but like our homes can feel the brunt of our plan B and the people that we live with can feel the brunt of our plan B. And maybe for you at the moment, like your home isn't a great place to be. Maybe your home is a place that's filled with questions and frustrations and disappointment and sadness and grief um, at the moment in this season because of this plan B that we're having to live in. Um, and there's a story in the Bible of a family who experienced a plan B. Um, and whether you're a Christian or not, whether this is your first time in a church setting or not, we will all know the story of the birth of Jesus. We'll all know how he was born in a stable because there wasn't any room for him in the inn. Um, and in Luke's account of this story, this is what he writes. He writes, while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And I was reading this the other day and what hit me was that this was not Mary's plan A. Like this would have been nothing like she expected. This was not the birthing plan that she had in mind. This is not how she expected her first year of marriage to go. This was nothing like the family that she'd dreamed of having. But even though this was their plan B, God's plan A was still active. Because lying in that dirty, dingy manger was everything they could ever need. Lying in that manger was the answer to every question they had, was the fulfillment of every promise that God has given, was the answer to every longing in their heart. It was the hope of humanity. And instead of their home being filled with fear and worry and frustration and questions, their home was filled with peace and with purpose because of the presence of Jesus. God's plan A was still active in their plan B. And we see this all throughout the Bible, this truth that God's plan A is always active. We see it in lives of people like Abraham. Even though Abraham was way past the age of having kids, God's plan A was still active. Even though Joseph was sold into slavery, God's plan A was still active. Even though David was forgotten by his brothers and was the least um, was the least in his family, God's plan A was still active. Even though Daniel was thrown to the lions, God's plan A was still active. Even though Peter denied Jesus, God's plan A for his life was still active. And there'll be people watching today who feel stuck in a plan B and you never expected to be where you are. Maybe you never expected to be divorced. You never expected to experience the loss that you have. You never expected to be hurt by that person. You never expected to be in the job that you're looking for or having to look for a new job. You never expected to be in the mess that you find yourself in. You never expected to be in the situation that you find yourself in. But my encouragement for you today, for all of us today, is that God's plan A is still 
active in your plan B. Because of this baby born 2,000 years ago, you can be confident that nothing will ever separate you from the love of God, that the plans and purposes and promises of God for your life will never be stopped, will never be hindered by what someone else has done or what you have done in your life. But Jesus is constantly with us, present in our plan B. He is God with us, Emmanuel. And even though in Jesus's own life, we see how this works out because Jesus was, um, he lived to die on a cross, be crucified, be murdered. And three days later, when it seemed like everything was lost, when it seemed like everything was hopeless, he rose from the dead to show that death had no hold on us, to show that nothing was impossible for God and to show that the cross has the final word in your situation. Situation. And even though your plans may have changed, God's purpose is still active. Even though you've made mistakes, God's grace is still active. And now because God is with you, even in the midst of your plan B, you have everything that you need. You have something that can give you satisfaction for the longings in your life. You have the answer to your questions. You have the courage that you need, the comfort that you need, the strength that you need, the peace and the joy that you need because Jesus is present even in your plan B. God's plan A is still active. And just like Jesus brought peace and purpose to that little stable, he can bring peace and purpose to your home in this season. And so my challenge this week is to prophesy God's plan A. Prophesy God's plan A. Prophesy, to prophesy just means to speak, to encourage, to edify, to build up. So prophesy his plan A. Speak over your home the plans and purposes of God. Declare his promises over your life, over your spouse, over your family, over your children, over yourself. Prophesy God's plan A. Um, I've been reading the past um, few weeks, I've been reading a couple of books that talk about the culture that Jesus lived in, that he was born into. Um, and what I find really interesting is that Jewish in Jewish cultures today, in Jewish families still today, um, they will spend time every Friday night at the start of every Sabbath, they will take time to prophesy over their family. Um, and in the middle of this beautiful meal, they'll take a moment just to speak over their children. They'll lay a hand on their children and just prophesy the word of God over them, speak over them the plans and promises of God and speak blessing over them. And like, just imagine what an amazing, incredible atmosphere that must set in the home that no matter what has happened that week, no matter what arguments have taken place that week, that they prophesy over their children. And just imagine if we did something like that this week. Like imagine if you could prophesy over your children this week. Imagine if you could prophesy and declare God's promises over yourself this week. Imagine the different atmosphere that that would set in our homes. Imagine if we could start each day fixated on the promises and plans of God in our lives. Imagine if we had that 
perspective and that confidence that God is with me right now, that he is for me, that he has never left me, that even now he is turning what the enemy meant for evil into good and my best days are ahead of me. Imagine if we started every day confessing, prophesying God's plan A for our life, declaring that even in the midst of our plan B, that his plan A is still active. And so that will look different for all of us this week. How we do that will look different for each and every one of us. So for you this week, it might look like creating a moment with your household where you can sit together and literally one by one, you can go around and encourage the members of your house. Maybe for you, it looks like having to take Bible verses that speak into your situation and just write them out and declare them over yourself again. Like over the past couple of weeks, I've had to do this for myself. Like find Bible verses that speak into the worries that I have, the questions that I have. And I just need to speak them over myself and pray them over myself in the morning to align my focus to God's plans and his purposes and not on the plan B that I feel like I'm stuck in. So however it looks for you this week, whatever that looks like, whether it's encouraging somebody, sending them a message, sending them a card to speak life into them, whatever it looks like, prophesy God's plan A this week. And as we do that, I believe that our homes will be filled with the peace and purpose of God as we become aware that Jesus is present, that his plan A is still active in our plan B. So I'm just going to pray for us now. God, I thank you that no matter where we find ourselves today, no matter what plan B we find ourselves in today, thank you that your plan A is still active. And God, I just prophesy over every house watching, over every person watching, prophesy that you are working everything for good, that their best days are ahead of them, that even now what was meant for their evil is going to be turned into good and I pray that this week God that we would do that that we would prophesy over ourselves over our homes over our families uh, and that we would see the atmosphere change and I pray that this week our homes would be filled with peace and purpose as we prophesy that you are not done with us yet but you are working all things for good and your plan a is still active even now in Jesus name amen